Welcome to the world. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Well Played DLC podcast episode 44, the cyberpunkiest, sexiest, juiciest, Western Australianist gaming podcast that's here in Australia. I'm Zach Jackson. I'm joined by Kieran Verbruge. Hello. Jordan Garcia. Hello. And WA's very own coffee enthusiast, yeah, Dylan Blarue. Yeah, mate. That's probably the only pro WA thing I've ever heard you say. <laughs> other than I think what well, emu export. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the only other yeah. thing. How good though? How good's a good old good old emu? Good old having a few. Uh, the first time I drank emu export, I drank too many and I got gastritis, so it wasn't great. Not how good. Yeah, no. But sounds I, like I the standard rank. emu export experience. Yeah. <laughs> how good? How good the chug? Emu export, I'm like an empty chug. stomach, just killed me. <laughs> oh. So, oh. Yuck. Yeah. Anyway, how are we, boys? Good, mate. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah. So we're all right then. I'll take we're it. We're, we're all shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, well, okay. Well, off to a good start. Positive start. Huge episode this week. Massive. Couple of big Enormous. reviews. I don't think it's actually, I don't think we've had a bigger one. No, we have. We definitely have. No, definitely have. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't, don't uh, like turn off the podcast now though. There's still plenty of good. Here. This, I already stopped recording. Pretty, this is still pretty big. Oh wait, did I hit record? Oh. Yeah, yeah, I did. Oh. No, <laughs> for some reason it was. Don't worry. I don't know. Jesus, I, yeah. if you weren't recording, I would have violated social distancing things right now to fly over there and punch you in the face. I just walked in because like, Discord was flashing, so I was like, "Oh, did I not hit record?" But then I realised it was in Audacity, so. I don't know why I said that on, but why I'm recording because now it sounds stupid. Okay. Well, I wish you weren't recording so we could start again. Um, <laughs> what kinds of the wallplay deal? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, so if we're all doing all right, how's uh, how's the week? How's the social distancing? How's uh, life? All right, it, it seems. Yeah. Yeah. It's been okay. How's, uh, working from home, you still you getting used to it more? Uh, yeah. This is this is my last week doing it though, so oh, really? yeah, back to huh. back oh. to normal next week. Back to hell. <laughs> yeah, 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 boy. Dang. Yeah, um, it's all right. I um, I kind of really sort of need to get out of the house now. I think anyway. So yeah, a little how, bit of uh, you know safe social interaction might be good. How intense? Oh, sorry, I mean, that's probably not the right word. How proactive um, is your work? place being in regards to uh, like putting in place uh, like protective measures and stuff um yeah no they've been on the ball they've been sort yeah. of ahead of the curve i think in in most regards do you have like the the glass well, not glass but the plastic screens <clears throat> at the front i think that's happening i don't know it's happening really yeah it is happening. It's happening so it's not wow yeah we've had them for a couple of weeks now all right mister fucking brag oh, about it Oh well, Fle- I'm, I'm flexing just, on I'm... his plastic barricades. 
I'm just surprised. I, I thought that it, it would be kind of kind of um, bit of everywhere. Um, yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, cool. We're getting uh, face masks next week, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. Didn't it's not don't, compulsory. Dylan, don't we have shirts coming? Yeah, we do have shirts coming. We got yeah. shirts coming. That what, tell people to fuck you, off. Yeah, basically. Oh, really? we, yeah. We I mean, keep, keep your one point five. I can't remember which shirt they picked, but um, we had some options to pick from, and I think it was like you know, stay this far away or something like that. But, stay this far away, cop yeah. it in the jaw. Basically. If you can read this, you're too close. So yeah, I basically. discovered something today that you can actually break the social distancing um, rules. If you see a famous sporting athlete, <laughs> you get to take a selfie with him. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Just wanted to flex a bit more for you boys. We get it, mate. Right, mister. Yeah, no. What do you get? It. We get that you you've saw Bessart, mate. Did you have a good oh, chat? Good. Yeah. Actually... When I first saw him, I was kind of like, "Oh, do I, do I say anything?" I was like, "No, I've got to, yeah. I've got to." What was he doing? Uh, in, so I did. What was he doing? What was he buying? Uh, printer. Oh, a thousand. Like, <laughs> like last time, like the other guy. <laughs> no. Oh, but speaking of that, how actually? No, it's a bit of a. Yeah, but But back onto the topic at hand. Did you, did you like? Um, did you like give him the sly like well played business card? <clears throat> no, I didn't. I should, should have, but. But the, yeah, because I was like, yeah, no, now's my chance. And I was just like, mate, like, I've got to tell you that you're basically the reason that I got super into soccer. And I flashed in me uh, Burnley tat. True story. And, he was super impressed. He uh, no, true. When you saw the Burnley tat, he goes, my condolences. Which is um, interesting because I, I noticed that on your post, you said he didn't play many games there at all. Yeah. And that's, and mate, he, he was, even he was baffled. Yeah. Um, so, so why'd you take such a liking to it? Probably have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, where I work today, a uh, famous sports player, Basar Barisha, who's played in the A League, who's I think is the goal scoring record in the A League for Brisbane Roar, Melbourne who's Victory, he for and now? now Western United. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah. He came in and he actually started. Well, he started his career in uh, Germany and stuff, or wherever. But he was transferred to the team that I support. Many third. 13 seasons ago um, and that was sort of right as I was moving to Melbourne and I'd already picked Burnley as a team but I didn't really know any of the players um, funny because he's the internet. I was in an <laughs> internet cafe uh, in Richmond and I was on the Burnley website and there was this like um, like a news post it was like Barisha is coming I was like oh this guy like must be a gun um, so yeah I picked him as my like favourite player got my mohawk styled after him that that's a true story i didn't tell him that though. i thought that might be a bit weird um but yeah he's uh so basically what happened is he got signed by a manager and then he went and played for albania in like a euro qualifier i think from memory um or a practice match and basically did his his acl like a few weeks after signing for the club so before the season had started i think or right as it had started and then in that time, that coach got sacked, and yeah, he came came back from injury, and the new coach was like, "You're not my player, mate. Like, yeah, like you're out." So there you go. Sad uh, story. But actually, the selfie uh, the selfie idea was him. Oh, okay. He's like, he's like, let's get a photo. Oh, like, so he's the one breaking yeah. social distancing laws. Pretty much. Well, the thing about that is, we actually because <laughs> I haven't taken. <laughs> 
a front-facing camera selfie in a long time, the timer was still on. So when I hit like the push the the photo, button, it was it was like five seconds timer. I was like, oh shit, the timer's on. So we just had to stand there for like six seconds, like smiling. Um, but no, nah, it was good. I'm glad I uh, got that photo. But yeah, so that's my day. Also, actually, just another throwback to last week. Uh, nab shares in the toilet. Shouldn't have bought them. No, no, they'll be alright. But yeah. <laughs> It's all in Should the Should have bought uh, shares in Virgin Australia, dude. Yeah. Ooh, yeah nah. <laughs> nah, mate. They are... Ooh, they're no good at the moment. I was thinking about buying Qantas, though. But the, buying the, entire the entirety company. of Qantas. <laughs> yeah, just buying Qantas. <laughs> well, I guess Nab didn't take yeah. as big a dive as we thought, if you can afford that. Well played pays well, dude. Fuck. I yeah. Know. That's it. Outrageous. Well, you've been saying that you want to be able to fly to all these different events. So if uh, I buy well, an airline... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, when I came to Melbourne last year, it was through Virgin Australia, so... Yeah, now we've got that Virgin agreed. sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> Virgin sponsoring virgins. That's how it should be. Wow. They need to change their name because they're fucked now. Oh, here we go. Oh, I what like if, that. If you had to um, rename them, what would you call it? Uh, oh. Slart. Slart S L A R T. Couldn't even say the word properly. I was thinking of something a bit, a bit more. Yeah, smart. I don't think I don't think I want like, to say. Wizard Sleep Airline or something like that. I don't know. But um... <laughs> that's a terrible name. I don't know. Yeah, why that's horrible. Yeah, it is not good. I'll take that back. Sorry, Virgin. Um, but yeah, so that's that was um, my day. Lovely. Nice. How about you guys, Jordan and Dylan? How, uh, Dylan, you've got a uni assignment due tomorrow. Due today or tomorrow? Tomorrow, yeah. Judging by the state of it, he's in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I'm, I'm quite happy with it. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah? Um, yeah, so basically the game I'm making, I had to have a prototype ready to show tomorrow. Um, so I've been working alongside one of my teammates to get that done today. And we've got the other two guys in our group presenting before the um the it uh students and stuff and teachers tomorrow so all online obviously so that's a bit of a pain in the ass but i'll be there found the um, source code to pass qr because that's still pretty much a prototype yeah but i think my game is better than that already so but from what i can Um, see dylan's already more than qualified to work at bioware so (laughs) yeah no it was um good fun making the game up until this point i think the second half of actually, you know, building off of what we've, you know, created to, you know, make the puzzles that we're doing in the game and stuff like that. Uh, probably going to be easier now that we've got, you know, like a baseline to start from. Like we've got the house that the game's set up in and stuff like that. So I'm looking forward to doing that. And that's basically all I'm doing at uni at the moment. So, yeah, that's pretty much nice. the only work I have to do. Make a game. Jordan, what's... uh. What's going on in your life? Uh, not a whole lot. Just been working away, writing some articles. Uh, got some interesting, juicy ones in the works, hopefully. Um, and just slaving away at a review game for the time being. Nice. Sick. Cool. All right. Well, speaking of video games, let's um, let's get stuck into it. I know there's a couple of people here who have played some review games is it uh, there has been has anyone 
apart from me, not played any... Well, I've played some, but not four in review. Anyone here played games that's not four reviewed this week? Yes. I am... Um, uh, you go, you go Dylan. Jordan, because Jordan's probably just played the same thing. Animal Crossing, nope. Pokemon. Nope. Minecraft. Warframe. One of the, one that, of the that was games that I did play Minecraft and, and Dylan actually did see it. Um, but yeah, I was there. <laughs> but I've also, I also I was also playing uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, trying to chip away at my backlog. Hell yeah, mm. you were. All right. Am I chatting or what's going on? <laughs> Let's not all go at once. Uh, yeah, we'll go on. Right. Get it started. Crank um, so, in order to avoid having to play Beast Quest, I've started my pledges already. Nice. Um, and I'm playing Doom Eternal first. Mate, we've been doing the same thing. Yeah. And boy, how fucking good is Doom it's Eternal? Pretty good. I got like 21% of the trophies at the moment. I think I'm towards the end of the game. I don't know how far I am, actually. Um, have you? How far are you, Kieran? I've only Where done like. At? Three levels. Oh, okay. I've All been right. I've been working on other stuff, but yeah. So I've been playing through that. Um, totally fucking wicked game. Um, I think I like it potentially more than sixteen. I was talking to Jordan last night, saying that I think I yeah might like it more than the twenty sixteen Doom. And mm. I know a lot of people were complaining about the the first person platforming, but I think it's fucking wicked. No, no, I cool. like, well done. I think it's real most of the time it's fine. Like sometimes it can be, get a little bit annoying, but I think ninety nine percent of the time, like when you you know, jumping off, off off poles, like, you know, vaulting up into the air and you know, doing your little dash moves and stuff like that, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah, that's basically it for me this week. Nice. Uh so Kieran, you've been playing it too? Yeah, yeah, I've played like I think I might, maybe I've played like four or five levels. The actually. levels are long. Um, they take a while. They, they are quite yeah. long. Yeah, but, they're, um, they're around like 45 minutes to an hour, I think. Fucking hell, that's yeah. huge. Though, actually, I have yeah. heard that previously. Is that too long, do you think? No, they they tend to... They flow quite nicely. Yeah. All right, question. Yeah, the pacing the pacing's pretty good. So, like, by the, by the time an hour goes past, you're like, shit. I yeah, think yeah. I know the answer to this question, but you can obviously save mid... Yes. Level, yes. Yeah. yeah uh, we yeah. can, but you can't. Okay. Fair. <laughs> yeah, you can't even jump properly in that game. <laughs> that was on a keyboard and mouse. <laughs> <Give me a break. laughs> I played it with keyboard and mouse. I did just fine. I need, yeah, but I'm not used to it, mate. I need the just the easy controller. My little child hands. Yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. Well, at least I got t-shirts out of it. So yeah, you fuck you. Soft. Yeah. That's a that's a Pick fucking that. low blow, mate. <laughs> Yeah, rude. Yeah, nice. Well, they, they uh, had to give you something for messing up the platforming. So, from what you've played so far, <laughs> is Kieran, K, uh, Kieran KS, that is, is he, was his review spot on? Or. What did he score it? Was it a. Nine. A nine? Nine. Yeah. Oh, no. Did it. Did it. Did you bring it down with the. Multiplayer? Multiplayer. I haven't touched that at all. Well, I don't Probably know. Won't. I don't know why Doom. I mean, does Doom even have a, like a big multiplayer scene? It's. Sh- I think uh, it should. If, if it, you it, search it, up, yeah. if you search yeah, up a nine. thing called Z Damon, you will see a massive Doom multiplayer scene. That thing has been kicking for like almost two decades. Like no, it's but crazy. Like, but the new ones, I mean. Um, I don't know. Like, like I think I think if the Doom 
by online multiplayer was basically just Quake. I think that'd be sick, but it's not. Yeah. Um, the 2016 multiplayer, I remember, because I played it last year for my pledges, um, I played through it at that point, but I remember people not liking that multiplayer a great deal. And that that game was... That multiplayer was basically like Quake, so when I played through it, uh, like played a bunch of multiplayer games, I actually quite quite enjoyed it. But I think they've changed things up with the the battle mode this time. Yeah, no, no, the battle mode's very different. But I, I even then, when I when I, what I've read of it, about it, it doesn't sound like it's a bad game mode by any stretch. I think it's just people aren't used to a multiplayer mode like that, so they stay say it's shit. Yeah, because I think it's like an asynchronous thing where one person's the Doom guy yep. and then you've got a couple of demons. So it's like yeah. a ball. Somewhat, <laughs> if you want to say that. <laughs> but I mean, like, the, the, the demons aren't a pain in the ass to play. They're quite fun to play as well. So, um, yeah, I'll, I haven't given it a go yet, but I don't think that multiplayer would be too bad. Hmm. There you go. Uh, Jordan... You, what have you been playing? I already said. Did you? But Final yeah, Fantasy fourteen. Oh, you did yeah. too. Sorry, yes. <laughs> and <My> Minecraft. <laughs> yes, I just remember making the joke, and I wasn't sure if you actually. Yeah. Fair. Cool. Yes. Wait. Um, how are the pledges going? You reckon you're gonna do it? Oh, that's, that's a tough one. Sorry, uh, I, I, I looked at the amount of. Uh, raids in uh, Final Fantasy fourteen, and I made a big mistake, but I'm, I'm going to try my best to get through it all. I think, honestly, just the Final Fantasy fourteen will be what will pull me up. I can get through the rest. Okay. You guys reckon you're, you're good? Yeah. I don't want to say I'm, I don't want to jump the gun like I did last time, <laughs> but should be fine. Yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to get like to the last game and then not do it. Which is what happened last time. It's playing Agony that's going to kill me. Oh, oh mate, fuck. Sorry about that. I don't want to... Oh, that's right. You yeah, I just don't want to do it, though. Yeah, I, don't play <laughs> Alex, I, forgot I forgot that I told you that you'd had to play that. I fucking Alex. <laughs> so I might have to as well. <laughs> well, one of us is going to have to play Alkyne <laughs> Khan. It's going to be you. Yeah, I know. I pretty much knew that, like when I, <laughs> even like when I made that. But you know, it's nice to yeah. secretly like you know I'm just gonna drop like eight screenshots of all my finished games. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, me this week. Thanks for asking. Um, not much actually. A little bit of Evo two to finish off another piece I was doing, and that's pretty much it. I think. Um, I've, yeah, well, I've had access to a review game, but I think I've broken a record. Uh, it's been Friday, sorry, what's that? Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Five five days, pretty much, and I haven't even started it, which is nice. a bit shit bloke, really. Considering you played through the entirety of my review game in that period of time. <laughs> yeah, true. It's, it's yeah. not great. Yeah. Anyway. But the embargo is still a ways off, and I was. I like that. I like that you've played both mine and Dylan's review games this week, and not your own. <laughs> and like the like the game that I've got, I'm super. I'm super keen for. Um, so it's like, why? Like, why have I not played it? I don't know. 
Nah, because I'm trying to fin- finish off. Can't some... believe you already have a copy of Troll and I too. I know, right? Well, that's that's Dylan's prototype. Um, well, wow. <laughs> sorry, it's a bit harsh. No, it's not. Have you seen it? It's good. His prototype, yeah, it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Dylan. That's the last time I did that. <laughs> It's all right. I understand. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think, think... Yeah, I've just been playing... Just dipping my fingers into Kieran and Dylan's pies this week. Um, yeah, just, wow. just trying to think. 10, 10 more seconds. Have I played anything? Oh, no, I played a bit... No, I didn't. That was last week. No, got nothing for you. Sorry. Let's move on to the, to the, nice. uh, to the reviews. Uh, Dylan, yours went up earlier tonight. Let's talk about your game. Yeah, mate. Um, yeah, so mate. the the flower collectors. How good? Done. Well, yeah, basically nice. good game. How good? Um, yeah. So, what what would you compare it to, Zach? Because I, I know what they what they compare it to. So, what what do you think? It's like what do you think it plays like? I'm gonna work off it's... you. <laughs> It's, I guess it's uh, it's like a like an investigative narrative game. Right. So what 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 they what they <laughs> compare it to on their website is Firewatch, in the uh, sense that it's yeah, which yeah. is right. yeah, it's a bit, it's it's not quite that, and no, basically my more, I think uh, oh, it's not. Yeah, I mean, basically what I say yes is that no. you know it, it's no. I guess it tries to. It takes ideas from that sort of, you know, narrative over gameplay sort of um, genre and, you know, does it does what it does basically, but it, it doesn't quite reach the levels of a, of a game like Firewatch where, you know, it kind of it's kind of sticks with you, if you know what I mean. Or Apart from the shit ending. Yeah, but I mean, the ending of um, <laughs> The Flower Collectors obviously, in my opinion, wasn't too great either, but... Um, we, yeah, we'll, we'll, we, we will talk about that because... Because I, re- I did read that in your review before I'd finished it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and when did, it, yeah. did you feel that or? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. When when it when it happened, I was like, oh, is this this must be the ending because this is it's not random, but like just kind of sort of came out of nowhere. Yeah, it, it kind of just and, yeah. And I think the way that it was delivered as well was a bit shit. Um, I can I agree. Don't wanna, yeah, I don't like. I don't want to give like do a spoiler but it wasn't it didn't feel like you were uncovering it like because it's obviously like a detective game right yeah so you, it feels like you've, you're doing all this detective work but then the end you know the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow you didn't really discover it yeah so basically sort of... it basically feels like you've you've solved the crime but nobody knows you've solved the crime yet <clears throat> yeah so it hasn't come to light and like obviously the ramifications of figuring out said crime is enormous you know, has, would have enormous ramifications to, you know, Spain in this game because the game is um, set in Barcelona. Um, yeah, so it's set in 1977. And did you look up yes. whether this was based around, like, actual true events? Yes, 100%. Yeah, so yeah. it is. I wasn't 100% sure. But, um, yeah, so I Googled it, had a, had a read around about it. And, yeah, it's um, based in post, post-Franco Spain. So basically they had a, dic- a nationalist dictator for about 30, 40 years between the 30s and the 70s that, um, yeah, was was a dictator, basically. So they had no democracy, anything like that. So he died, I think, in 75. 
And basically from that point onwards, it was, you know, their sort of turbulent road towards, you know, becoming a democracy after having been a nationalist regime. So it is something that actually happened. And I found that quite interesting because I didn't actually know anything about that. So I guess it was um, cool to figure that sort of stuff out. And I think... Yeah, like that that part was pretty cool. So the story, like, yeah, so it's pretty much you're a retired... uh, police officer yeah from the um, policia who, armada which is their like you know their police <clears throat> force at the time and you're confined to a wheelchair yes so your character doesn't leave their apartment no. they're on a upper level apartment um in what looks like i wouldn't say the slums but it's obviously a, not a fluent area of um of, of uh, barcelona yeah, I mean, um, it's like, there's like a nice little cafe and stuff out the, out the front, mm. and there's obviously the cabaret and stuff like that. But it's yeah. it's yeah, it's kind of just like a street in in Barcelona yeah. almost. And one night, uh, a person is basically murdered in the plaza yep. um, downstairs, and one of the um, witnesses uh, sees it, and then you essentially team up with this witness. And, for, and form a bit of a relationship with this witness to yep. uh, uncover what actually went went down, and it's yep. all yeah, it's all tied into uh, that um, movement to democracy and, and that sort of stuff. Yeah, and I mean, like the the idea of being restricted to your apartment for the whole time because the character Jorge is is disabled. Um, I did quite. Like I thought it was a novel concept in the in the sense that you know you're going through this whole murder mystery while basically just being in the confines of your own house. Um, I thought that was you know an interesting way of doing it. So you do see things and um, you're able to you know piece things together based on what you can see from your balcony basically. So you can you know overlook the plaza, you you know see what's going on at the cafe, you see you know what the shady stuff you know going on at the at the cabaret and stuff like that and. It's um, it's definitely interesting, but one of the things I did say was, you know, I kind of wish you were able to get out of the apartment to, you know, see these places in in the first person, I guess. So, like, you know, there's all this stuff going on at the cabaret. You'd, I'd much rather be in the cabaret seeing, you know, what's going on or hearing what's happening as opposed to, you know, just having to, you know, listen to what uh, Melinda, the journalist character, is, you know, recounting over the over the transmitter, but... Even then, I said that at the same time, I like, I appreciate, you know, I respect that that's the way that they wanted to go about it. So I didn't, you know, feel too harshly about that. But yeah. Yeah. So when you play, when you have these sequences where you're essentially playing two characters, but you're really only playing one, you're, when you play, um, you basically guide Melinda through these, uh, what I would call them set pieces, but these yep. sequences, um, yeah, you know, whether it's like sneaking into the cabaret or whatever, you know, you've got to watch out for, you know, guards or the guards, whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's all pretty s- simple. So yeah, I don't think you can't... you can. I don't think you can actually, f- you know, fail. I don't yeah. think there are any fail yeah. states. And you know, like you, if you need her to, you know, duck behind the security guard, if you click the, you know, to for her to go in and the security guards are there, she won't move. So it's yeah, it's all relatively so, simple. So in that regard, is I think it is a bit like Firewatch. Like you know, it's sort of it, it's yeah. You just the game's already doing what it is, and mm-hmm. you just got to push the button to make yeah. it. But I mean, you're not you're not exploring this 
this de- this dense no. area you or well, not dense but you know it's it's bigger than at literally an apartment room mm. um but yeah i think i still think See, I it's think, quite good i think being confined to the apartment is is undid it just a bit i kind of got a bit sick of planners because it, it is it does sort of i mean the short length was it like about three and a half hours maybe four hours max? yeah it's, it's two two um, and a half three hours yeah about yeah. that long three hours um yeah, it does sort of get to feel a bit repetitive after a while because um, you're either using a camera or using, um, you know, binoculars to sort of yeah look out into the uh, plaza and that. But it would have been cool if you could switch between the characters. So, you know, when you were you know playing as, um, you know, when she was infiltrating whatever, um, mm-hmm. if you could, like, you know, play as that, that would, that would be cool. Um, yeah, no, I definitely would have yeah. would have liked to see that, but at the same time, I could under could understand why they you know stuck to their guns mm. in terms of that. But at the same time, yeah, like you said, you know, you'll be waiting for maybe you know uh, Melinda or a character to say move from the church to the, the plaza, and you know you kind of stand there for fifteen twenty seconds, not really, you know, kind of just sitting there like, oh well, yeah, it's a bit of dead, a bit time, of dead I time I don't need, um, and it's yeah, it sort of kills it a little bit. It's also very. Did you find it? Uh, I don't know, like what the right word is, but simple is probably the probably the best word. Like all this happens without you sort of leaving the apartment. Is um, it like it kind of just happens a bit too easily, or? Yeah, like it was sort of like, oh, it's all happening around me, and I don't have to. I f- I feel like if given the plot that there is, if you were going to uncover this plot, like I feel like you would have to. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, I'm nitpicking <laughs> a bit there. Yeah, no. So I gave the game a seven five. I still thought it was um, it was still still a good time. I thought the story was was interesting, and obviously it would have benefited more from being able to leave the apartment and stuff like that. But like I said numerous times already, that like I understand why they they stuck to that uh, design choice because that was you know their like unique. Um, sort of hooked to the game is that you know you go through this whole murder mystery essentially from one location you figure everything out but yeah good time so I, th- I had a good time three quick things mm-hmm. um, one thing that you've missed pretty big thing that you've missed I believe you haven't mentioned it yet yep. um, which, we, which we spoke about pre-podcast oh no um, the second thing is did, did you know that it's made by ex-rockstar devs no, I didn't know that. I know yeah. that they're like a Vienna-based studio. Yeah, I think they're um, like but I didn't some of them are ex-Rockstar. Just, and I was like, gee, imagine going from like GTA to, to this. Yeah, I know they've done like... Um, well, with, with that, it with sounds, like just, they, sounds like they're basically going with their old working conditions. <laughs> Where are we? Confined, <laughs> confined to one room. <laughs> yeah. And the third thing... <laughs> The third thing I actually forgot, but yeah, do you remember? Do you know what I'm what I'm talking about? Uh, is it the fact <laughs> that they're all animals? Yes, the yeah, fact okay. that we didn't say that they're all animals. Yes, okay, yeah. So just like in your review, you didn't. Um, yeah, no, I mean, so like, I, mean all, I feel like it's done to death at this point, but yeah, they're you know anthropomorphic animal people. Um, yeah, so and, and it's like every character is a different animal too. Yeah, I think you got like a I llama, think. you got a lizard, you got. A cat, you got a like dog, a, you got a bear, got a cheetah. Rabbit. Yeah, they're all around. Fox. Yeah. They're all there. Nice. It's a big zoo, mate. Yeah. No, you know good. what you know what they should have um, called? It's yeah, a murder mystery. But I enjoy right? it. I'd probably give it a 
So they should have called it Madagascar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somewhat. Yeah. It's kind of. Yikes. Oh, I like that. <laughs> oh, I don't. <laughs> I, I hope you know, Kieran, but I was face palming in in anticipation. Yeah, and. What's your point, mate? Just wanted you to know. <laughs> Just wanted you to know. Jesus, man. Fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, no, pretty good game. It's PC only. Do you know how much it's they're slinging it for on, on Steam? I actually don't know because I went on the page and it... You know how generally a, a Steam game says how much you can buy it for before it comes out or, you know, pre-order or whatever? It didn't actually have any information there, so... Yeah, it still doesn't. Know. Yeah, oh, I don't know how much it costs. But no, it doesn't. Bit... Does this it? Game, this game nice. unlocks in one hour and there's still no price. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, well, maybe if I'm we're still on the podcast in an hour, I can tell you how much it costs. How much do you reckon? Yeah, how good. If you if you if you had to guess, what do you reckon? Oh, I don't know. What do you reckon? I was thinking like Australian dollars. I don't know. Thirty? Is that too yeah, generous? I go, yeah, I was gonna go thirty. Yeah, sweet. I was gonna say twenty eight ninety nine. Oh, that good. Cool. All right. Lucky uh, second game that we're gonna talk about for review is a game that we've covered heaps here at Well Played. Tons. Troll and I. Troll and I. We're gonna we're gonna re-review it because after Dylan's stream, we've decided that the two, the, the two out of ten is unjust. Mm. Uh, Knocked it down to a one. <laughs> yes, yeah, I was about to say that's definitely not the case. <laughs> with, with all the improvements they made, it's gone down to a one. Um, no, but the other game that we've been playing finally, uh, officially and critically, we can talk about it, is moving out. Yeah, boy. The uh, party game, well, yeah, couch couch party game from Melbourne, well, from Australian-based SMG Studio, uh, made here in Melbourne. Uh, Kieran, you've been playing the full version of that, so have I. I'll, I'll chime in here and <laughs> there. But uh, yeah, yeah, I have, I have been. Um, and I guess at the time of recording, I haven't published a review yet, but it'll be out before this drops. Um, I actually haven't. A hundred percent settled on a score yet, so it's. But you it's, have gotten the platinum. It's sitting. I have got the platinum though. I got the platinum within a, a day of starting the game. So that's that's how how dedicated I was to it. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's. I mean, it it is pretty much what we expected. I think after. I mean, we've played it enough times in the past to really sort of know what know. we're I feel like heading into. But do you? I feel like I, I think maybe my own expectations were a little bit too high, um, and then when that when it sort of uh, got a bit gentle, mm. um, I kind of yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'll let you talk talk about yeah. That, I mean I? that's that's the thing. Like it's um, I guess like yeah, I hate constantly making the comparison, and I'm sure they probably constantly hate hearing it. But um, the easiest game to compare it to is something like Overcooked, where it's like you know, a mundane task turned into like a fun multiplayer sort of situation where things just kind of, you know, physics are a little bit loose and the, you know, the laws of, of, uh, whatever job you're, you're doing or the rules are sort of bent a little bit. So things get a little bit chaotic. Um, but it's, uh, it's definitely nowhere near as chaotic as something like overcooked. It's, it's de- like you said, it's a lot more gentle. Um, and some of that comes from, Obviously, there's like there's a there's an obvious effort there to make it quite uh, accessible and inclusive, and we've covered it in the past as well. There's there's quite a lot of different 
accessibility options that make it more playable for people who maybe don't necessarily play games a lot or like younger kids or um you know there's lots of customization for people with like uh like vision problems and stuff as well so um it's it definitely feels like they've made it to be a more family friendly sort of take on on that sort of game or a more inclusive take on that sort of game but yeah the trade-off is that um you know even way up until like the final levels it's the challenge isn't isn't huge um and something that's sort of missing from from that sort of scenario versus something like overcooked it is is there's not like a lot of there's not a lot of elements of randomness in it pretty much once you play a level if you go back and play it again it plays the same way all the objects are in the same spot you sort of just you know when you're playing it again you're playing it to get a better time and figure out how to how to move things quicker um but it is like it's still a lot of fun especially in multiplayer i um I played through, you know, quite a bit of it uh, in two-player, but I think when we went to SMG Studio in Melbourne recently, mm. and me, you, and and Leo and Shannon played, that that's I think that's where it was at really, like having yeah. four people for sure. I was talking to somebody else who's playing it, and I can't remember. It might have even been Shannon, um, and I sort of said that I was like, it kind of feels like four players is almost like the best way yeah. to play this this time because it because it does make it a bit more chaotic yeah that's um, it whereas two players it's still fun but it just doesn't have that there's edge to, yeah you know, there's a yeah, there's like, a lot of um like compared to compared to the other like alternatives there's a lot of i found there's a lot of downtime where people are just like you're just picking stuff up and moving it and there's yeah. not like you're not shouting at the other person and like you know things are like mm. falling apart at any moment um you sort of just everyone knows what what to do and you can you can coordinate and you can do you know kind of figure out these cool like emergent strategies which is quite fun when you're trying to chase you know the the best possible times on levels when you're doing things like you know putting a, a bed out in the front lawn so you can throw all the fragile stuff through the window and land on it and and that sort of stuff but um when you're not doing that yeah you're pretty much just picking stuff up and moving it yeah so, the you haven't played tools up i haven't have played you? tools up no no nah. It's very, it's very, very similar to that. Yeah. So I think Tools Up is, if we had to rank the three, Tools Up would be on the bottom. Yeah. Uh, moving out, it's a bit. So be Tools bit Down. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um, yeah, but it is that sort of. It's almost like Overcooked has set such a high standard that it's that no one else can can match yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I feel like that is a bit self-inflicted. Like I kind of, when we all saw this everyone was like oh it's gonna be like overcooked yeah moving moving out um yeah and that's exactly why like making that comparison because over overcooked like you know that game's call to action is making people want to tear each other apart yeah and moving out's not about that no um and that's sort of like something i had to keep reminding myself while i was playing it is that the the emotional feedback that they mm. want you to have in moving out is different to how Overcooked was designed. Yeah, and that's and that's as a um, a reviewer, that's that, that that's pretty hard to do to remove what you want from a game to what it's yeah. trying to be. Yeah, because I because I like like I played to, like Tools Up right, and I was like, oh, this is not really challenging. This is not fun. It sort of doesn't hold me like, but it's you got to yeah, you got to try and. I mean, you can have that sort that part of it still. A, a bit but you can't i guess you can't criticize the game too hard for being something that it's not yeah 
fun. Yeah. Yeah. But um, but I mean, yeah, it's it's still a lot of fun. I still enjoy it, and I think it's gonna be you know enjoyable for a lot of people, especially families locked you know locked down in in their homes at the moment. Um, yeah. It's a bit of a weird one for for certain people. It's gonna be great, and for others, it's gonna be like, well, I'm solo here. I can't play this with yeah. anybody. <laughs> Um, and that's, so so that's, that's the one sort of, that's the biggest downside is that it doesn't have online multiplayer. I think Mm. in, in a time like this, that would have really, really benefited the game. But I mean, I guess that is what it is. They, uh, and that, that hurts it because the four player is the optimal way to play it or we think so. I mean, with two player, you can get away with it because like, so with Overcooked, like I don't think I've ever played four player, I don't think, um, I played. But, I played yeah. a little bit of four player overcooked. It's a good time. Yeah, well, I I assume it would be, but I don't think I've, I've ever had the chance. Right, mm. but playing it two player, like I get enough enjoyment out yeah. of that. Yeah, um, but that, but yeah, moving out is something that you could, if you could play online with another. Even if it was just like you could only match up with another pair or something. I mean, I don't don't know if that's it. Parameters <laughs> that like matter at all, but, um, but yeah. Yeah, no, it's definitely it's definitely like something that's missing, and I mean, fingers crossed that the game does well and they have the the time and the resources to add that in later. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, as it stands, it's it's definitely like if you're in the right situation, it's a good time. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah, like I I, I enjoyed it. I did, I, like I don't want to sound like I'm. I didn't have fun. Like I did have fun, but yeah, I think the the over overarching feeling I, that I had was that it's fun but not addictive. Um, so with like Overcooked, I can play five, six, seven levels at a time. Here I could get you know three, four, and I was kind of like, yeah, let's let's do something else. Um, it just didn't like they were fun, but they just I don't know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so very quickly, mm. how many levels in the single player are there? Uh, 30. Sorry, you know, uh, in the campaign, sorry. in Or in the story or whatever yeah. you want to call you it. Say, you cut out a little bit. You say how many levels? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, the there's, 30, there's 30 main levels and then there's like maybe another 12, 15 bonus levels across two other mm. kind of little modes. So with the with the uh, so you, you unlock the arcade levels by getting the arcade coins and yeah, so you unlock the arcade levels with coins that you get for doing bonus objectives. That's right. Which are um, they're actually quite fun. A lot of those bonus objectives, um, even like because I I kind of I decided I was going to platinum, so I I went back and played through a lot of it by myself, just cleaning up like the the extra stuff and. Like with with trying to achieve the bonus objectives, that actually wasn't too too bad. Playing alone, um, but yeah, so you get you get the coins from those, and that unlocks the arcade levels, which we got a glimpse of when we went to to SMG Studio. Um, and they're basically like uh, Dylan and Jordan. I don't know if you played Super Mario Odyssey, but you know, like the little the little mini kind of platforming levels you get when you go on the yep. pipes. Yeah, yep. boy. Yeah, it, the arcade levels the sh- are moving out are similar to that. <laughs> so it's like you know, thirty second to a minute little platforming sections um, that take concepts from the main game and just like, yeah, they're pretty cool. Um, 
the other last question that I had was I've forgotten. Sorry. Nice. Um, oh, with the accessibility things, mm. it'd be really it'd be, it'd be really cool if you could, if I included uh, settings that go like the other way to make um, it more challenging. Yeah. So yeah. If you could dial up it because then you can sort of play how you want. Um, whereas instead of just having all those options to make it not easier but softer, if if you want to call it that, or more accessible. Um, yeah, if you wanted to make it a bit of a challenge, so yeah, you could. But um, anyway, yeah, I think that's like the main the main issue with the challenge. I mean, it's not an issue. Like again, like it's that's the way they've designed the game, and that's that's totally fair. But yeah. the main um the main difference with uh this game is that un- unlike something like Overcooked, where if you sort of let things slip, it all goes to chaos, and you you know you're pretty much fucked. Um, you can't really fail horribly at moving out. You just no. you just get a bad time. Like the bronze times are really really generous. So like the the challenge is self imposed. If you want to try to meet the bonus objectives or you want to try and get a gold time, you kind of you you know you go for that yourself. It's not really you know an inbuilt challenge as such. Um, yeah, and so it's the... yeah. And you can you can increase the like time allowed for gold medals and stuff in the accessibility options as well. So if so it's even even if that's too high, you can fix that. So the question I had for you mm. is, so I think we've spoken about this, but the bonuses. Yeah. I don't know. If this is probably spoilery, but not really because it's a party game. But the bonuses you actually can't see before the level, can you? You cannot. You have to finish the level at least once first. Do you find that to be a weird choice? A little bit. Or- yeah. Um, like obviously it, it helps with replayability and it does help with, you know, if, if you're playing a level for the first time, I guess the idea is that you play it properly first because the bonus objectives are a little bit wacky. Like some of them are pretty basic, like don't smash any windows or, you know, do smash all yep. the windows. But, um, yeah, there's some weird ones that kind of force you to play the level in a, in a way you normally mm. wouldn't. So I understand not mm. wanting to sort of encourage people to do that from the off, but yeah um yeah, like fair. like i said without you know too many too many random elements the levels don't really change when you replay them so mm. it can kind of be a little bit tedious going back and yeah, doing the same it's, levels it's again almost, it's almost like the addition of the well not the addition but the inclusion of the single player sorry i keep, keep calling it the single player the story uh confines it to that to that repetitiveness um yeah because yeah, you know, like, so. like with Overcooked, I mean, there's a story, but I mean, it's you know, it's ridiculous mm. as it is a bit here. But you know, there's levels on boats and in in the sky and stuff. Whereas here, they're all sort of, I know it's weird because it's um, like yeah, game, but they're all in in houses pretty yeah. much. Yeah, it does get a bit weird towards the end. It yeah. does get a little bit more, you know, out of but it, out of reality. But it doesn't but have enough of that it's changing. Not, yeah, you sort of do like you know the. Yeah, and that's one thing that Tools Up had. I mean, because you were renovating, so you don't really have... So I felt like after half a dozen levels, every level kind of felt the same. You know, you're yeah. the wall. Yeah, that's um, it. Yeah. But um, no, nah, it's 40, it's 49 bucks on Xbox and PS4 uh, for physical. I assume it's probably the same for digital um, at both EB and JB. Or one, one might be a dollar less or whatever. Mm. But Switch is 69 for... I still don't the know. Old, like, the old Switch tax. Expensive. 
Um, I'm looking at the Steam page right now, and it's $35, $36. The old PC oh, nice. tax. And here's actually a little bit of a life hack. Well, I wouldn't say it's life hack, a game hack. Uh, you can actually play online multiplayer on Steam if you, you can you have, you have remote, remote play together. Yeah, and also you can do that on PS4. PS4. Yeah, yeah, with with share play. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there are and ways that's cool. That. Yeah, like it's obviously going to be a lot more latency doing it that way than yeah, but it's not a server, but you know. not an included um, feature. So yeah, I mean you haven't settled on a score, so we I won't make you. Uh, it's it's in the realms of like a between a seven and an eight. Somewhere yeah. in there. I think, for me, it's probably no higher than a seven and a half at the moment. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I'm having fun. Like, I'm enjoying it. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, so, you, like you said, it's hard to sort of, when you're reviewing a game like that, it's hard to sort of get rid of those predisp- predisposed yeah. sort of notions or, you know, expectations that you have and just kind of... Re- revealed on its own merits and I, i've tried to do that and i like mm. I, like i said yeah. it's it's a fun game the dialogue's really funny most of the time like there's heaps of cool sight gags and stuff and i can see families really enjoying it so i think mm. they've done a good job yeah they have it's uh i hope it does well yeah for sure for them. um give me cool. a job smg <laughs> <laughs> where would you uh would you go to Moving Out 2 in Melbourne or would you go to Death Squared 2 in Sydney? Door. That's a good question, actually. I, I, like I don't know. Moving Out. I feel, like the, like, I feel like Moving Out is like their big break, though. It kind of Death, feels like Death that. Square was good. I gave Death Square an 8. No, I know Death, Death Square was probably. good, but like it wasn't marketed to the level at which Moving Out was. Nah, I should reckon I, I, I think the problem with Death Squared is like Sydney's a shithole. Yeah, fair. Fair. I'll give you that. Stuff, um, and it's WA. expensive. <laughs> Are you guys gonna, uh, Dylan and Jordan? You gonna grab moving out at all? Yeah, probably. I'll probably I mean, I'm looking at, at it. Yeah. Uh, according to its Steam page, it's got a discount of twenty percent right now that ends nice. on May thirteenth. So, I might pick what? it up. There you go. Yeah. Oh, that, sorry. That ends on May thirteenth. Sorry, I thought you said it comes out on May thirteenth. Um, yeah, the game comes out April twenty eighth. Uh, the review, will, yeah, will obviously be up by now by the time you hear this. So, um, yeah. If you like little little uh, party games with kids or, or with partners and friends, check it out. Let's move on. Speaking of partners and friends, though, by the way, um, my girlfriend is committing to playing Troll and I with me. Yes. Uh, that's yeah, a commitment you horrible want. for her, but, like, yeah, that's, that's the sort of relationship you need. Someone willing to play a fucking excellent game uh, with you. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, can't wait to I, fucking start uh, and, the whole speak- game again. Speaking of that as well, so I spoke to Adam after oh, the yeah. podcast was, was released last week, and uh, he told me that he showed uh, Eternity to his, his partner, mm-hmm. and she reckons he's doomed. She has oh. no faith that he'll be able to do his backlog. <laughs> really? Yeah. Love it. Well, he's uh, checking out a review game now. Cool. It should be... this, is, this is this is where it comes out that Zach's just going to be loading us with reviews, so yeah. he can be the only one. Well, honestly... <laughs> The game that Adam's doing, I actually wanted to do, um, but I decided against it. I thought I wouldn't be Dylan. I wouldn't just hoard codes. Wow. So, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Wow. Um, yeah, so I passed it on. Plus, yeah. he reviewed Death Stranding, and it's a good follow-up game. So. Oh, I get you. I know what you're on about. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Yeah. Anyway, let's go to some news. There's a few cool little bits and pieces that we can talk about. Uh, one is not that one because that hasn't been published yet. <laughs> well, I think uh. since speaking of Death Stranding, yep. uh, the news just broke while we were recording oh, really? that due to COVID-19, Kojima Productions has had to have a temporary closure and so they're all working from home. And so the PC release has been delayed to July, to July 14th. Wow. Outrageous. When was it? Uh, I can't remember. It was, was, it not, <laughs> was it not like May or something? I think it was June. Oh, it was, I think it was June, yeah. I'll have a look. Little delay. You're getting that on uh, PC, Jordan, yeah? That's well, I would I wouldn't get the PC version on PS4, so... Well, no. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I've been waiting for the PC version. Because I want to break down the Decima engine. Where are we? I love that. That was a spot on Jordan impression. Cop that. By the way, it was uh, June 2nd it was originally. So from June 2nd pushed to July 14th. That's alright. So is Ghost going to be up next? You just want it to be delayed at this point. Yeah, I do actually. I just want to be right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Cool. So probably, well, there's a few bits of news. They're all probably some some equally as big. Uh, Cyberpunk. They've we may mentioned this last week, but they reckon that the game's pretty much on track to launch still uh, in September. But did you guys hear about the voice acting bit? No, no. So they have voice they, actors. So they reckon. Oh I, no! So they reckon that um, because they're all working from home, some of the bits of dialogue haven't been recorded. So they're gonna they're gonna be being recorded from people's homes, right? Mm. Uh, and they reckon that the some of the audio won't be in the uh, early copy early code of the game, so there's a chance that you might get like a review code perhaps, and it won't have certain characters right audio. Yeah, because so they that, like yeah. I can't remember where I saw it, but I I know they did sort of address review codes for that game and and say that they would be out significantly ahead of the game yeah so that makes sense yeah and they reckon that this will all come in 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 like a day one patch Um, interesting you know yeah so that's going to be interesting on how yeah like how like what happens if you get a code and (laughs) there's no what happens if you don't have internet when you buy the game (laughs) there's no voices i like that silent punk that's a good throwback. <laughs> oh, wait. Are you actually throwing back to what I think you're throwing back to? Yeah. Yeah, cool. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, so speaking of Cyberpunk, apart from uh, the game might not having uh, voices for review code, they've announced a Cyberpunk 2077-themed Xbox One X. Yep. And I know most people here are pretty happy, uh, pretty chuffed with the controller design. Um but the console itself, what do we, uh, what do we feel? It's bum. Yeah. Big yeah. cyber bum. It's like, I get it, it's definitely, but it's, I, definitely it's not, not the kind of thing I, I would want in my house. Don't get quiet. <laughs> no, I feel, I, feel, I feel like it's... Having looked at it when it got announced, I thought it was 
basically the vibe as to what people would have been wanting because basically the whole cyberpunk vibe is to just throw a whole bunch of fucking sheets yeah, of metal into like that's one it. thing like it's so it's, it's like it's like kind it's of not, what else were you gonna get what else were you on, really gonna it's get? on brand it's just you know yeah it's ugly yeah, it's not, it's I think the right. biggest problem is just the color choice. Like, it looks like the really ugly colors from the Fallout uh, insignias and stuff. Like, that, like, gross yeah. blue and the really, like, bright yellow. It just doesn't look great. How good's yeah, the, look... the Seagate, though? Oh, my God. <laughs> that is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. um, that's fucking dumb. It is dumb. But the console, so let's let's actually, if you haven't seen it, then you probably don't have internet. So you probably We're just going to this podcast anyway. It's, it's a visual um, podcast, so <laughs> that's in Braille. Actually, I wonder how hard it will be. That'd be very hard. Um, so Adam, good friend, good Xbox fanboy, Adam Ryan of the website, um, has written that after leaks of a Cyberpunk twenty seventeen theme controller early in the week, we have confirmation of not just a controller but an entire limited edition Xbox One X. The collaboration between CD Projekt Red. And Microsoft is culminating in a one terabyte Xbox One X that includes laser etchings, LED lights, custom panels, and of course a custom controller um, with the color scheme of Johnny Silverhand, Keanu Reeves' character. Uh, and the underside of the console has a glow, has a glow in the dark graffiti-like message that reads "No Future." Uh, the piece goes on if you want to read more about it. Um, yeah, color scheme looks like someone. I don't. Know, I read somewhere it looks like a like Borderlands and I was like yeah it does it does look a bit like Borderlands like that orangey yellow colour is uh... yeah like as far as limited edition consoles like go it's cool to see some actual effort put into it because mm. there's been some pretty dull kind of consoles yep. especially from the Xbox camp where it's like here's the Battlefield console it's like weird pea soup green and that's it um, <laughs> I love that console but like you know, like the etchings and the lights and the glow mm. and like it's it's cool. It's just yeah, like I said, it's not something that I would they, want they sitting really on, do, on my TV unit. They should do a one in the well played blue. Oh, do you <laughs> think that the and this like I don't, I don't I don't make stuff like this. So I got no idea. But if they went like that sort of fluoro color, do you reckon that would look a bit cheap, like plastic wise? Because the outside mm. looks made a bit. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm just trying to think why they would, um, yeah. Anyway, it looks like I'm sure there's a lot of fans that are uh, excited for it. I know that, shout out to Big Lucky Robo, I know that he's pretty keen for it. I think he's on the waiting list, I've already pre-ordered it or something. Um, nice. He did tell me today. Um, we Do you find it a little bit odd, though, that they're releasing a limited edition console sort of close to... Yeah, like... Um, oh, yeah, sorry. Just quickly jump in. Um, the console's actually going to be releasing in June 2020 uh, with the game coming out in September. Uh, oh. And the console does come with a digital copy of the game. So, obviously, that won't come in the box because the game... But it'll probably um, just unlock later yeah, on. Yeah, um, I, I didn't so know that. Yeah, that, yeah so, so that's where that question, sorry, is, is directed at. Because, um, obviously, the game is coming in September. They obviously mm. don't want to launch it uh, like two months or whatever before the one x sorry yeah. the series x yeah um, but so um launching in june yeah but this was obviously in the in the bank way before they announced it like this would have been set to come out when the game yeah, was that's it. out like last yeah week, like two years yeah, ago <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, i mean like the other side of that is like 
the the end of a console generation is when you start to see a lot of that stuff anyway because they they want to milk the hardware mm. as much as they can at the end. But if this if this appealed to you though, would you go? Oh, I'm going to spend what six fifty potentially maybe more on this yeah it's tough sale and then and then buy another one later or like or yeah choosing between the two you would definitely go there yeah or wait two months and get the one x yeah every week series one x X. (laughs) um one series x i'm not a fan control is fine i don't know game looks cool though game looks fucking sick yeah um so there take that if you're keen let us know or don't whatever uh, next bit of news. Uh, let's keep it to neon lights. Uh, Streets Rage Four. I confirmed, guaranteed, whatever that a leak was going to be the real thing last week. Perhaps, maybe I don't know. I can't remember um, <laughs> when Streets Rage Four's uh, release date was possibly leaked on the eShop. Dot uh, emu uh, couldn't confirm that, but they didn't deny it. So it sort of led that maybe it's true, and Nintendo have gone a bit early, but. That's not true. It's actually launching a week later on April 30. Uh, and it includes a battle mode, which was in uh, the previous two games, uh, two and three. Um, yes, I'm super keen for this. Uh, I can't wait to get my hands on it. Uh, I'll play it the day I get it. Um, but yeah, what do you guys think of uh, the battle mode? Actually, I didn't even say what, what the battle mode was. Uh, so it's the a battle, battle mode. mode is uh, where players can basically fight one another, one v one or in pairs, uh, and you can use any of the the game's uh, seventeen characters, I think. Um, yeah, seventeen characters. I think yeah. I, or... What is this? A tweet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jordan. <laughs> 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 That's a lot, though. Yeah, well, because it's all the old characters, from yeah. all the old, like yeah, yeah I guess the, so. the retro games. Um, yeah, uh, who's going to check this out? It's, it's surprisingly cheap. I think we spoke about spoke about this last time, but I still am baffled that it's thirty seven dollars fifty on the Switch. Whether that's the, like the final price, I don't mm. know. But yeah, no, I'm keen. I'm keen. I'll pick it up on PS4. Then we can then we can play. Yeah, yeah, I'm keen to play co op. Um, you boys keen? I think I already asked you. Uh, I'll, I'll ask you again. Not, not majorly. I, no. I've never played a Streets of Rage game, so I have no frame of reference for it. Fair. Cool. All right, moving on. Uh, in other big news, because it's just been a week of big news, I think we spoke about the rumors last week about Crytek uh, launching a new Crisis or a remastered crisis uh, with the, the return of their Twitter account. Uh, it was leaked pretty, not long after that, actually, not long after, it might have been leaked before the episode came out, but yeah, a crisis remastered game is on the way for uh, PC, PS4, Xbox One, and surprisingly, the Nintendo Switch, uh, which a lot of people are outrageous. curious to see how that's going to run. Mm. Um because Crytek doesn't really have the uh, sorry, um, CryEngine doesn't have the best track record um, on consoles sometimes, um, and given how graphically heavy on the system Crisis was uh, back in the day, what do you think, Jordan? 
What's the, I, I think the it's pretty doable here? because Crisis One on the 360 ran kind of okay. Yeah, because uh, they they did remake it in CryEngine two to make it work on consoles because the original CryEngine would just not run on consoles. Does well, CryEngine three? It's well, yes, five now. That CryEngine CryEngine three is Crisis three. Is it? Yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, I didn't. Yeah, so didn't like that. Hunt Showdown is CryEngine five, oh, okay. isn't it? Is yeah. it? Yeah. 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 Um, I love CryEngine actually. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, that's interesting because I correct me if I'm wrong, Jordan, but the like the original PC release of Crisis One didn't scale to multiple cores, and then they updated no, no, no. the they... console versions with the newer engine. Correct. So the original version of Crisis was built on an engine that was designed around a future that never came. They thought that clock speeds were going to get to like. 5 gigahertz, 6 gigahertz, even yeah. 7 gigahertz. So I think we we're just going to skyrocket in clock speeds. That future never came. So if, 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 if you look <laughs> at performance numbers between high-end PCs for Crisis 1 back then and high-end PCs now, the difference isn't actually that huge. But if you if you were to look at it using CryEngine 2, the difference would be crazy because we've got so many cores available to us mm. now. So I, I do think that you can at least hopefully get around... Maybe twenty-five to thirty FPS on the Switch, give or give or take what uh whatever visual downgrades yeah. there are, so like the volumetric lighting and stuff. Is it yeah. gonna be seven twenty, you reckon? Probably. Hmm. I imagine it'll be image quality and performance wise pretty close to the old console versions. You'd think so anyway. Yeah, but it's being you'd think so. It's being ported by Saber Interactive and they did the Witcher port and that was like beyond what people thought was capable, so... Yeah, it's true. Didn't they also do Shaq Fu? Shout out. <laughs> did they? I don't know. Did they? Um, and the... <laughs> maybe. The Switch <laughs> The Switch already has a CryEngine game, too. It has uh, Warface? Is that what it's called? Yeah, but yeah Warface. That, that's, that's one we spoke about last week. Was it? Um, yeah. I wasn't no, published paying by, attention yeah, last it's, week. It's, yeah, Shaq Fu Alleged Reborns by Saber. Nice. You know what Saber also do? Inversion. How good is it? How good is it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sick. Yeah, I, just, um, I also realized I linked the wrong friggin' article again in the doc. Why do I always do that? Anyway. Classic sack. Uh, did they announce a release date or a window? Or did they just uh, confirm it? I don't think they did. Um, I think they just like jumped the gun and announced it officially because it got leaked, but they haven't oh, actually like put uh, out. They they details. said it'll launch sometime during summer twenty twenty, so I'm gonna assume winter here. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Look, I'm I'm keen. I love I love Crisis. Um, I liked the first one. Yeah, the first one was great. I like the, the open ended kind of sandboxish sort of thing it had yeah, going yeah. once it moved to like yeah. traditional kind of linear shooter stuff i was like yeah yeah when it gets real shit yeah, that's that's when i got like right around <laughs> you would <laughs> so the question zach is when are they going to port home front the revolution to the switch oh i know right well that's on CryEngine. Uh, well they need to make it not run crap for i think us. that's on CryEngine one still Can't. <laughs> uh, that would explain why it barely ran on consoles yeah <laughs> made my engine cry at first but now it's good all right, no, the, was... the the podcast is cancelled for this week. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. Um, Homefront's good, 
Dylan will tell you when he plays it for his <laughs> Fuck off, mate. <laughs> you, mate, you've got to do the platinum too. That, that, that's going to be hard because there's yeah, going to be no one. I, I, I forgot about um when we were talking about the pledges earlier because I was like, I feel like quietly like quite happy with what I have to do, but I forget the two games I still also have to do. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> um, Fun times ahead. Yeah. How good was buddy old mate wanting some more updates to Homefront multiplayer? <laughs> yeah, far out. Who? Alright. Oh, it was a picture that I someone on their Facebook page they posted something. Oh about my god, what am I going into this now? Something anyway, and the guy Outrageous. was just like give us give us more updates for like multiplayer and they're like, We're not working on it anymore. Oh, so they responded. Like, yeah, like they're just like yeah. not And like, they they responded again by saying, Give us more updates and multiplayer. <laughs> um, yeah. It's like what mate, a guy. done. I reckon they're gonna Announce their new game soon because they've been working on something for a while. Homefront the Revolution remastered. Oh, I hope it's Homefront three. It won't yeah. be, but Homefront Revolution colon we fixed it this time. Trust us. How do? Um, let's move on. Let's uh, not talk about it again ever. We will, because <sighs> it's probably one of the best first person shooters. Of <laughs> Step aside, Half Life. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, but it's got stiff competition with Wolfenstein Cyber Pilot. Yes, yeah, so okay, who's, who's here? Who's here? Who's here? I'm. Here? I'm not. <laughs> Neither am I. I left the hour ago. Has actually played Homefront. I played me like yeah. an hour of it. The weapon customization is actually really cool. Just want you to know that. Well, yeah. it, it stemmed from Crisis. Yeah, because it's awesome. Which stemmed from Haze. Oh god, Haze. That's 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 another bad shit. <laughs> Did you rate Haze? Like that one I too? bet you Zach rated Haze. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking Look, loved Haze, mate. I tried to. I I tried I even forced myself to try and love it, but it was Avo. There there are some it? lines not even he can cross. It was Avo. But it was nah, it was bad. <laughs> it was bad. I like that in in the matter of like half a sentence you gone from saying it was average to no, it was just bad. Nah, it wasn't. Nah, even I couldn't defend that. And I can and I can defend some some shitty games. <laughs> Alright. Like uh, so today being the Tuesday, the fourteenth, which was last week, today is the Tuesday the twenty first. Um, <laughs> a forgotten PS4 exclusive game called Wild, which I don't even remember. Uh, a few people thought this was pretty much dead. Uh, it could still be coming as new concept images surface. Mm. So Adams flogged this from comicbook.com um, and it just says that uh, back in 2014, uh, newly formed developer Wild Sheep Studio unveiled their ambitious open-world action-adventure game Wild, which was meant to be a PS4 exclusive at Gamescom that year. Uh, then they got some gameplay at Paris Games Week the following year. But basically since then, there's been not really much information. Um, but they've updated their website with some new imagery. Mm. Sounds like they put more put more effort into it than old mate Capcom did with Deep Down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Deep Down, eh? I said I said that was going to come back. I guaranteed that too. Deep Deep Down, you knew that wouldn't happen though. Yeah, nice one. I like that. Um, could be. You know, they could make it a PS Five game. Maybe. No. Um, <laughs> But the the game's director, Celine Tellier, uh, Dion, back onto Wild. 
sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she confirmed that the, the studio was in, in fact still working on Wild last year. But yeah, uh, new screenshots are up. Does anyone remember this game? I feel like Kieran Adam does. Know. I like. Oh. That's gonna be. I fun almost to just fell out of my chair. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, I yeah, I I vaguely remember the announcement trailer and the and the gameplay trailer that they had. It looked like like an like an open world survival game, but with with I guess like heavier story elements, and it's sort of like prehistoric style, and you can play as just like humans, but also animals. I think as well. I don't know. It looked pretty cool. They they mm. were making a big deal out of it five years ago, so yeah. Um, yeah, it, yeah, it'd be cool right. to see if it comes back and if it looks any different or, you know, if they've just sort of been quietly toiling away at it. Yep. Adam reckons that they might even, uh, hold it back and keep it for a PS5 game now, perhaps. Maybe. Which is, I guess, which I guess is likely given... That'd be that. wild. Oh, uh-huh. so wild. Um, that reminds me, what's that game, Kieran, that you want from Xbox? Is it Tam... Tam- Tamarin? Tamara. The one Tamara? from the, the, pl- the platform one. Jet Force Maybe. Gemini developers. Maybe. What's this called? Tamarin. Is oh, that called Tamarin? Yeah, that's the one you're talking about. Turmeric. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, don't know why I thought about that, but I just did. Oh, yeah, cool. Uh, all right. So. <laughs> Completely unrelated. <laughs> shout outs to turmeric. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um. Cool. Uh, next bit of news, probably this is probably the juiciest one. This is probably the last one, unless anyone's got anything else they want to add. Oh, there's a couple more in there. I think we've. There's one more after maybe. this one. Anyway, uh, Sony have well uh, reportedly revealed some of their launch plans for the PS5. Cyberpunk themed console. <laughs> and no, wild themed console to to combat the cyberpunk uh, themed there console. There you go. See, I like where your head's at. No, it's, it'll be a d- deep down themed. Locking in. So it'll never come out. Guarantee it. Yeah. Deep down, you know, uh, it's not going to happen. Can't. Um, yeah, uh... <laughs> the same pun twice. <laughs> um, yeah. So as I predicted, said, get around me. I do like, to, you know, if you, if I'm going to throw a lot of darts at the dartboard, eventually I'm going to hit some. Um, and I thought that uh, with this whole COVID impact that sony might just limit the amount of ps5s at launch and according to bloomberg or a source within bloomberg um that is apparently what sony are planning for is that they're planning to have um the initial production run of the ps5 limited to a smaller amount uh, compared to the ps4 um the article that jordan not jordan that adam has written says that uh, apparently Sony has informed their assembly partners that they plan on making five to six million units in the initial fiscal year, so ending March 2021. Uh, PS5 is still on track to launch at the end of 2020, meaning those numbers would be targeting the console's first two sales quarters. In comparison, the PS4 sold 7.5 million in its first two quarters. So a mm. smaller run. Um you go, he, he writes on the smaller output is apparently caused by a combination of component demand as well as a high price point. Uh, according to insiders, the console could see an RIP of Australian 750, 750 schmackos. But yeah, no pricing is confirmed yet. Um, are we surprised? Probably not surprised at the moment. No, nah. not really. But uh, nah. speaking of Bloomberg, 
your mate. Yeah, I was. I read that. And I was like, oh yeah, we ha- we haven't mentioned that. Your mate Jason Shry has left Kotaku, which uh, actually took a lot longer than what I thought it might. Yeah, um, I do wonder if having a kid impacted that. It did. Yeah, maybe. Uh, you know why I can tell you? What? Because he had an interview with Greg Miller, like today. Oh, and he yesterday. said that. So basically, I think he said that uh, that this whole th- the whole because he basically spills the whole Go Media or whatever they were called. Um, yeah. beef basically he goes into detail um, yeah. basically I think he said that it, I think it happened around September last mm. year and um, I think he like does 100% say I stayed pretty much because um, it ensures like my job had healthcare for my kid so that's basically why he yeah. stayed for that long yeah and yeah. basically he's got his Bloomberg gig now so that's yep. he had a you know enough of a yeah, reason to be was- pushed he was not a happy man when that all went down. Um, it's also no. interesting that the other, well, because on so the podcast is no longer, or at least not in those. Not three, with them in it. Yes, three hosts. Um, they're moving to some to so the three people from Kotaku split screen are doing a new podcast called Tri- Triple Click. Click. Triple yep. Click. Yep. Um, yeah, and I found it interesting that. Because they were sort of pumping this up, being a big announcement, um, and the rumours that were going around were that a bunch of Kotaku people were leaving to make a new site. I was like, oh yeah, that that could work, I, I guess. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that the other one is staying at Kotaku. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, Matt. It's a good uh, good go. episode, by the way. You should give it a look. No, is it? Is it? Um, I think it's. It? I think it's on the the. Just the base kind of, kind of funny YouTube channel. It's yeah. They have a series called We Are Cool Friends. And he okay, interviewed, cool. um, yeah, Jason. So it's about an hour, hour, 20 yeah, nice. minutes or something. Yeah, I saw I saw the, the, the link. Um, yeah, I'll give yeah, it mate, a Yeah, gave it a watch this morning. How good? Nice. Um, I don't think there's anything else. Yeah, that's going to be interesting at um, what happens to Kotaku with that impact, if, if anything, really. Um, I guess they won't be the... Um, big uh industry breakers i guess like you know the crunch culture and that and, and that sort of stuff because um, mm. he did shry did tweet that one of the things that he liked about bloomberg was that they were very keen to get into that sort of space um which would be cool because um, obviously more awareness means more uh sorry it means better working conditions i nearly said more crunch um, <laughs> um but yeah so there was actually an article that came out you know how he spoke a lot about rockstar's crunch um apparently that since that article came out i feel it's improved quite a bit which is yeah good. from my understanding a lot of it there was almost like an immediate like improvement yeah. when dan hauser left which is kind of not shocking at all there's a really good article by the washington post as well that talks a lot about like his impact um yeah and just like how, like you know, publishers basically dreaded having like a Kotaku article like written about him by Jason Schreier. Nice, um, yeah, Good boy. Anyway. Uh, the last bit of news, Jordan. You can talk about this because this is your boy. Yeah. So uh, it turns out that you know, over the last week, the uh, Doom Eternal official soundtrack got released for people that had the collector's edition. Turns out that um, it's been very poorly mixed, and Mick Gordon wasn't the one that mixed it. So a lot of audio Mixed nerds. Gordon. This Can't. podcast is cancelled. Uh, no, that, that was a good one though. Um, but no, so some audio files went in and they actually looked at the proper like sound waves of the audio and they realised that 
a lot of it's very flat, which means that there's just none of that dynamic stuff that uh, Mick Gordon puts in his compositions. So, you know, a lot of the different instruments don't stand out from each other as well. Uh, and then alongside with that, someone asked Mick Gordon if uh, he was going to be working with uh, it for a potential third Dune game. And he, I quote, doubt we'll work together again. Oof, so, yeah, I saw that. Um, straight up big. through Twitter DM as well. Like, how good? Yeah. But uh, so it's a bit concerning because I guarantee you a Dune game without Mick Gordon's soundtrack is probably going to flop. Hmm. I would love to get an interview with Mick Gordon. They they did a round of interviews with him last year, um, but I actually wouldn't ask him anything about Doom. I'd ask him about a game called Routine, which he apparently did the sound for, and that game was just gone dark. It looked really fucking cool. Um, yeah. Maybe he's back on that. Yeah. What's that? Maybe he's maybe he's working on that again. Maybe he's back on the routine. Maybe he's back on the routine. <laughs> Don't reckon that, that game... So that game was given a release date. They missed it, and then they were like, yeah, no, nah, it's only going to be like a little short delay. Haven't heard from him in five years. So, like, wild. Just... Um, <laughs> crazy. Yeah. I was going to say, it's a short delay compared to The Last Guardian or Final Fantasy But that 15. game had, like, been in dev for ages, and there's, like, rumours that there were just kids having a fucking laugh. Not having a laugh, but just it got out of hand. Um, like, they were just young, inexperienced developers, and they sort of made this trailer, and it took off, and... They're like, yeah, this game's going to be all this. And then they kind of couldn't make it. So they're just like, yeah, nah. Okay. I want to ask him about his role in the uh, the Nicktoons Attack of the Toy Bots game. Do it. Because <laughs> he's credited for that, which I think is excellent. I from from humble beginnings. I think, I think he probably just based the Doom Eternal soundtrack on that. Yeah, pretty much. Good. Probably similar vibes. Hot vibes. Love that. Um... Yeah, cool. Yeah, boy. Uh, no one's got any other news they want to discuss? Uh, I've got something I want to bring up after looking at the box art of Nick Toon's Attack of the Toy Bots. Mm. Go for it. Where did Tack ever go? Is that his name? The, the Juju guy? The Juju? Yeah. Where did he yeah, go? I miss that. <laughs> he just. He I think just, about that game a, every time. for a bit. Every time I see Ty the Tasmanian Tiger, because it's the same kind of era of like those... Uh, like. yeah. Kind of I mean, I, f- I feel like Ty's more memorable. Yeah, oh, yeah. But Tack had, like, three games. Tack, yeah, Tack, it, yeah, he kind of reminds me of, like, I always bring up this game, and it's, like, the the, the Hobbit on GameCube. <laughs> He's just, like, that's sort of, that's that's just the era it reminds me of. Yeah. It's just, like, one-and-done yeah. characters. But, like, yeah, yeah he, he did have a couple of games, and I think a TV show. Yeah. Outrageous. R.I.P. Tack. Jujuing no more. Mm. Yeah, mate. Let's go off topic now. Now that I'm already there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's yeah, let's get into some off topics. Uh, anyone got anything they want to talk about? What anime? How's um? Oh. How's Faku? Speaking of <laughs> cartoons, <laughs> nice reference. I don't know how me watching any anime because uh, you know, going Same off yourself. of no, no, it's just you guys don't appreciate it when I talk about that beautiful art form. Yeah, so I've just stopped, you know. Yeah, I, like I'll be honest, like I don't appreciate it. <laughs> I know you don't. <laughs> You're not cultured like I am. Like cartoons for me, uh, bloody Tomcat and Tailspin and Street Sharks. Get up. <sighs> what about Biker Mice from Mars? 
Yeah. And Samurai Ninja Pizza Cats. I think yeah, I made boy. half that entire lap. But Samurai whatever. Pizza Cats? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they weren't Samurais and Ninjas. Yeah, true. Um, um, imagine if they replaced Ghost of Tsushima Old Mate with Samurai Pizza Cats. Yeah. That'd be good. I'd play that. I'd play that. And Somniac could pull that off, I reckon. Yeah. Absolutely. Man, I'd be pulling it off. That's, if, that's what Sunset Overdrive 2 is. <laughs> Fuck, they need a Sunset Overdrive 2. Surely, <sighs> were they making that? Or did I make that up? I probably made that up. Nah. There's rumors that... Oh, did I say Insomniac? I meant Sucker Punch before. Um, there's... Isn't, didn't Insomniac make Sucker Punch? Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they made Sunset. Um, yeah, cool. There's, I think there's still right rumors that they're launching a new Ratchet and Clank with the PS5. I don't know where those rumors came from, uh, but I, I'm hoping that that's true because that's that's what I really want from them. Um, I'd, I'd take a new Space Jam, just FYI. Like a movie? <laughs> I thought that was. Uh, I'd take a new. I'd take a new game. Do you, do you remember the game? No. Do you remember Tomcat? Oh, it's Topcat. Sorry, I call it Tomcat. Where are we? How do? You? This is. Anyway, so this week, uh, <laughs> actually yesterday, I started watching the new series from Pendleton Ward, Creative Adventure Time, very excitedly. You like? It's my cartoon that I like. It launched on <laughs> it launched on Netflix yesterday. It's called The Midnight Gospel, Is and it it's it's basically a podcast, but oh, nice. like then they've animated it into a like a weird interdimensional cartoon. Interspecies or interdimensional? Uh, both, I guess. <laughs> interdimensional podcasters, um, but it's 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 very cool. It's very it's very weird to watch because like the the dialogue is like a hundred percent ad lib podcast dialogue, but then they're going on these like wacky adventures while they're talking. Um, so that's good. So you loving it? Loving it. I've, yeah, I've only watched two episodes so far. Um, oh. But yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing, and it's on Netflix yeah. as well. How good? Yeah. Yeah, yeah and they can because it's on Netflix. Uh, they can like swear and stuff, unlike Adventure Time. So, good. so there's lots of lots of good dick jokes and stuff. Wait, hang on. So there's dick jokes in Adventure Time. No, not in Adventure Time. Oh, that's misleading, isn't it? <laughs> I sort of, no, it's not. I never claimed like, that. I'm about to. Watch, <laughs> I was about to watch Adventure Time. Uh, no, there's definitely dick jokes in Adventure Time. You should watch it. I, there probably yeah, is, it. to be honest. There's definitely a lot of like jokes. Oh, like, there's that like magic Michael Time. guy, whatever his name is. <sighs> there's Surely a guy. There's a character in Adventure Time that's literally a penis. So yes, there is. Surely that picture I just dumped into the old Discord. That's Top Cat. Remember? Yeah, cool. I just wasn't sure if no one sort of replied about Tom Cat. Tom, Tom Dog, Cat. whatever you call it. Um, oh, oh mate. Yeah, no. You wouldn't have been born when this show came out, Dylan. Nah, probably not. But oh, definitely not looking at that asshole. Ha- wasn't it the seventies? <laughs> were you were alive? You even born? <laughs> nah, I wasn't born. <laughs> 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 wow. Fuck, it's actually aired on the nineteen sixties. Oh man. Fuck, my dad wasn't even born. Maybe what year? <laughs> yeah, what we just established that Zach wasn't born. Fuck. Yeah, true. true. <laughs> Correct. Uh, so nice. Good. Uh. Dylan, you been watching anything at all? Uh, I watched Tiger King. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, was, no, yeah. we don't need to talk about that. No, yeah, I was I was forced um, into watching it, and basically it was okay. like you know you can watch one episode, um, and we'll be done. 
she just my girlfriend just wanted Hello? to show me it at least once and I watched four episodes after that. So uh it's it's a dumpster fire in the best way possible and you know, I think it's just completely whack. But yeah. Bit of fun. Just because of how whack it is. Okay, I'm back. Where'd you go? Where are you going? I think I hit like a button that turned off. We could hear you. I could hear bits. Yeah, it was like you were cutting in and out. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Dylan, I I, I like that you've relented to watching that after your partner relented to playing Troll and I. Yeah. Was that Adam's partner? Well, no, that was you. No. I, I get you too confused. Well... Outrageous. Yeah, no, I mean, I, if if I have to make her play Troll and I, I'll yeah, I'll listen to whatever she needs me to do. And it was watching a TV show that was completely balls to the wall insane. But what was the show? Kind of whack. Uh, Tiger King. It's just it's it's. Oh, I, I I don't know how to explain it. It's just it's just like a forty five minute dumpster fire, and then there's more. <laughs> it gets worse the next episode. But like, you just can't not watch it. <laughs> it's. Yeah, I don't know. I think maybe it's how people go with like, um, all them, you know, uh, like that new show on Netflix where you like all the, there's all the hot people on the island, or maybe not like an island per se, but they all can't they all can't fuck. I think that's the that's the premise so, of this like, new show. That's a, that's... <laughs> Basically, uh, so shout it's out to island. But yeah, it's just I think it's just one of them shows where it's like it's so like crazy that you just can't stop watching it but yeah nice i since have stopped watching it but i kind of want to see what happens so we'll check back in next week yeah i'm sure it'll be done by then i think i've got like three episodes left um i started watching dark yep this week another german show um you love the germans mate i do love the germans actually um yeah, no, I'm only two, two episodes in, but it's, um, yeah, no, it's pretty good so far. Uh, it's sort of set in this small little town in Germany. Uh, who would have thought it? And yeah, there's just some, some weird shit going on. Children going missing, and yeah, that's pretty much. There's obviously uh, something going on, but I won't sort of spoil it too much. So yeah, but uh, if you like foreign mysteries uh, you don't mind subtitles so mate subtitles are fine when they're the right size <laughs> subtitles no are fine likes... subtitles are fine when you've got to sit down like when you've got time to just sit down and watch a show it's almost like Amazon Prime is still running on like Word 97 and they haven't like moved on from like size 11 times New Roman to like Calibri on Netflix mate because it's just better just give me comic sense. They will talk. Fuck, you know who loves Nah, Times Papyrus. Azza. Azza Hudson, shout out, loves Times New Roman. Kills me every time. Anyway. Sounds like an Azza thing, mate. Oh. Typical. typical definitely, definitely his vibe. Yeah. Love it, though. Um, yeah. That's pretty much been my off-topic week. I haven't done much else. Oh, I've been yeah, watching cool. a lot of... Uh, AFL highlights. Oh, me too, man. Holy shit. I know, right? How good is Nerds. it? I sat there for like an hour and a bit like the other day and just loved it. 
Yeah, no, like, oh, it's, it's cool. It's, it's cool what like they've been doing the last couple of weeks with like the flashback right, Kieran, let's go. and stuff like that. All right, Jordan. <laughs> but yeah, we won't go too far into it. Other than I, I plan to watch the nineteen ninety two and ninety four West Coast Grand Finals, <laughs> which yeah. I never have before. So, haven't <gasps> um, you? Yeah. No, I haven't actually watched those ones. Which I've, I've watched bits and pieces, but never sat Gee, down and watched the whole thing. Fucking good players back then. Anyway, uh, you boys got anything else you want to share? I tuned out. I think their brains yeah. melted. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Oh, speaking of that, oh, um, brain melting. I'm gonna, I bought some IKEA meatballs the other week. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give. Oh, I saw they released a the recipe. Week. Yeah. Um, Crazy. Yeah, so I'm keen to. Well, yeah. I mean, I got 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 a packet of them. You know, give those a a razzle dazzle first, and then I'll <laughs> whack up some of my own. Okay. How good. You got a you got a Gordon Ramsay to reveal for you. <laughs> I should do that. I should rate my plate, Gordon. <laughs> rate my balls. <laughs> <laughs> and it's in the wrong photo. Yeah, just have like what, like a bit of bread. Have a bit of bread to slap your balls on it and go here. Like, what do you think, Gordo? <laughs> he wouldn't wow. That's a good ball slapping. Yeah, no, you'd be you'd be copping a fair spray. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, that's our cue to take off. Alright. Um Cool. Uh thank you for tuning in to the very end. If you're here, still here, shout out to Big Lockheed. Why he's still, still here. here. Hey, uh, Michael Pace. Hey, Lockheed. Deep deep down. Michael Pace is here still. Deep down. Oh, you, you, know, you, know, you should give, really give him a shout out for getting us on the potty chart. Oh yeah, how good. Well played <laughs> is on rage. Top on the top one fifty. Um, <laughs> of the of the uh, leisure category, I think I think it is. Yeah, le- le- top one fifty well played DLC podcasts. Yeah, we're we're uh, number one forty four. So uh, yeah, thank you everyone for listening and uh, coming back. If you do, if you don't, well, thank you Fuck for you. being here for your first time. Yeah, make sure to leave um, a review because that helps a lot. Yeah, like, share, subscribe, five star review, get around it, shout out. Uh, yeah, thank you for listening and check out all the good juicy reviews that we've spoken about tonight on www.well-played.com.au Slash how good to beat. Slash subscribe to Kieran's um, Slash getting it easy. Um, slash I made content for once. Slash that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's a mo- monumentous day. I'm out. Peace. Goodbye. Bye. Stay safe. Slash. <laughs> <laughs>